Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. 1420 Sports Podcast is having me teamed up with Newsly. Newsly transcribes web articles from around the globe and reads them directly to you. Keep your eyes on the road or on the game with Newsly. Newsly also carries podcasts from 40 countries around the globe, including the 1420 Sports Podcast. Download the Newsly app for all your Android and iOS devices today at www.newsly.me or click on the link in today's show description. And be sure to use the promo code 1420 sports that's 1420 sports for a free one month premium subscription newsly stop scrolling and start listening 1420 sports podcast four mirror sports talk and a whole lot more big show tonight is with the honor of uh, recording artist jimmy valentine joining the show tonight uh usually he's just uh, he's been on the show before it's been uh jim schworn our sound guy but Jim's gone out and done pretty well for himself. Got a single out on Spotify and Apple. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Jim, how are you doing tonight, my friend? I'm doing well, guys. I'm doing well. Happy to be here. Excited to be back on the show. Perfect. And of course, as always, Dave down in the Dutch oven uh, in Lethbridge, Alberta, ready for another blockbuster edition of 1420 podcast, getting ready for the briar coming up in Lethbridge uh, in the next uh, 10 days. Dave, how sings in Leth Rock tonight? Uh, Leth Rock is right on right now. It's uh, weather-wise, it's uh, minus three. A lot of snow today. We got a lot yeah, of snow. So the roads are a little dicey in, in my industry. That that gave me a bit of a troublesome day, but I'm over it. I'm sitting here with friends. It's the Briar Eve. Briar the Briar Eve. starts tomorrow. I can't wait for next week. I got tickets for four different nights. It's uh, I'm quite excited to have uh, the marquee world curling event in my hometown. There we go. It should be a good time. I got a couple things I'm going to go to uh, next Friday for sure, but I'm going to try to sneak back and uh, go for a couple more because it's the uh, biggest sporting event to, to happen in, in Alberta anyways uh, for quite some time, maybe in Canada. But anyways, we'll uh, talk about that a little bit later. Actually, it's a good segue into the opening, uh, opening thing we want to talk about tonight. Now that things are... Man, I don't want to say back to normal or back how they should be, but uh, with all the madness we've been through the last almost two years to the date almost, um, like I said, the Briars coming up in Lethbridge, we had some on-again, on, on again, off-again things throughout Canada and the United States where this allowed, this wasn't, then it was cancelled. Uh, getting back to where maybe we're this will be the, 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 the normal again and how we're supposed to do things. We talked about last uh, last show, Dave, is is things that to make uh, events better that we go to, but now that we're, we're allowed to actually go to things, 
Uh, Jim, actually, we'll start with you. You guys are both more music guys than I am and concert guys. And Dave, I know you got a uh, concert planned for uh, the Gorge in August, I think it is. And Jim, you're you're doing the shows in BC now and you're getting uh, in the music scene down there. We'll talk about that again a little bit later. But what are you guys uh, most looking forward to now that it's okay? No masks, no restrictions, no this, no that. Yeah, COVID's still out there. So no, it's not pretend it's not. It's just we got to live with it now. What are you guys most um, excited to uh, get out and see, do, be a part of when it's all said and done? Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to uh, get back to go into live shows and sports events. Like I, uh, me and a few friends went to a Canucks game maybe a week before everything got shut back down and we were planning on going again because we just got See, it's up in the nosebleeds, but it was just a great time because everyone was so into the game because we haven't been able to go to these games for so long. We were thinking, oh, we're just going to keep going. There were $15 seats. And then a week later, yeah, it got all got shut down, down to half capacity with shot ticket prices up, and it just wasn't going to be the same at half or whatever. So I'm excited for uh, for that to be able to go to a – a Canucks game or even a minor baseball game, junior hockey game, and just be able to kind of go and not also not be worried about, you know, you, you know, everything that we've been all worried the things about. And so the stuff, yeah. All the stuff and all the things. And I'm excited to go to music, to music events and play music events. Like I recently, a friend of mine had a, had a show in, uh, in downtown van and it was awesome i got to go and it was it was like 2019 again it was amazing you know yeah no it's, we were it's all hanging out and everyone was happy it's crazy that the, like i went to the hockey game on here in or in lethbridge on friday night and there was still the mask you had to wear a mask until monday i don't know why it, it changed on that day but it was still but it was it, it seemed a little bit normal because there was more people there but there was a mask restriction Yes, but there was the the, the vaccine, the, the passports, all that stuff was gone. Dave, what's your, uh, like, once you're, like, this week, you're going to the Briar on, I think it's Monday, you said, uh, what are you looking forward to the most that you missed out in the last two years of not being able to go, go, go places like this? It's, like we've said before, with, with any sporting events, with any music events, it's, it's not so much about your personal, it, it, sorry, it, it is a, everything about your personal experience. But the thing that makes a personal experience always better is the shared emotion and sharing what you're watching with somebody with the same rooting interests as you. That's what makes sports so well. That what's, that's what makes a, a big concert. Like there's a difference between a bar band and then shelling out some um, some shillings for a concert that you really want to see with a couple buddies and and people you love because then you're with your friends watching something that you all want to watch and 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 that shared emotion is i think one of the most powerful feelings that we have and that makes us fans of everything right and that's why we're a bulls fan that's why we like the minor league stuff it's shared emotion, but like on a much more dialed down, it's like a two on the emotion scale. But like for uh, the final song of a Dave Matthews band, for me, like my emotions, like nine and a half 
It's I'm so jacked and the people I'm with are jacked. It's so fun to do, to experience things together. And that's what makes sports and live music the best things. See, I can disagree with you a bit. Like I, I agree with you to an extent, Dave, but I disagree with you like with the, to me, when I go to an event, yeah, you're with the person that you, you know what their reaction is going to be and you know what, uh, what to expect from the people that you went with. But it's, it's a stranger that you're never going to see again 20 seconds after the show is done or the game is done, the high five that you might be reaching across the aisle. That, that's one thing that I miss a lot that uh, in the last two years, we haven't been able to go to baseball games and down Yankee Stadium or wherever I've been going. Uh, it's the guys that you'll never see again where the emotion comes across. But that, like you don't know their name, but you'll never forget that person. And that, that's the one thing that I miss a lot is the emotion that you have with strangers. The, 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 the shared emotion, the shared, yeah, the shared emotion. And the, the, the thing is, is that for the last two years, not maybe it's not so much the last six months, but the, like the first 18 months of this whole thing, you would always uh, not uh, lack of a better term. You'd be giving guys a stink eye because they're getting too close. Weren't wearing a mask. Is he vaccine? Is he not vaccine? Do you care? Does he, does he not care? Like the, the emotion that you had on, uh, towards human beings was was pretty negative on, on, on a lot of times because you didn't know what uh, what tomorrow might bring. Whereas you go to a sporting event, you're all or a, a concert, you're there for the same, hopefully the same reason. Whether you're a Yankee fan or Red Sox fan, you still get the same emotion. Um, we we I think that's one thing we've been missing as a society for the last two years, less six months here and there. Uh, I think that's a big thing is that the shared emotion, like you said, but the, the people that you'll never see again, that's one thing I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to get back to back to, to sharing with Jimmy, any thoughts on that? Yeah. I think that we've definitely missed that like sense of that the community around that, like a sporting event or a live music event brings, right. Cause we've like, it's been so divided on every little thing and there's been so many things, but you, that's what one thing about like going to a concert, you go to uh, like for a Dave Matthews band, a Foo Fighters, whoever you go to, you're all there for the same reason and you're all happy to be there. And all that emotion coming at you, you're all receiving it together. You're all and like you all experience that together and that kind of brings you all together for those two hours. And then the maybe 15, 30 minutes afterwards, you're all you feel we all were there for that and you have that thing with the whole group of people it's uh we haven't had that for a long time and it's going to be cool to be able to experience all that again right to socially interact on a big scale yeah exactly right that's because huge. That's, that's that's what we miss right we've all we've all been a some house parties but not as many as we wanted to and and i'm i'm quite guilty i, I was a bit paranoid of it of uh when i say it i mean the vid and and i was a bit of a rule follower when i say a bit i was a complete rule follower it was it was rare that i broke the rules and my thing is it's going to be interesting for me going to this briar again because when I was in Montana last weekend, no one masked and there was no vaccine passports. And then like, I was actually freaked out a little bit because I'm, I, I've conditioned myself for this last two years. Yeah. And you know what? I I'm going to have fun. I'm over it. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm protected against the vid as much as I can. 
I'm going to have some beers. I'm going to have some fun and I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope my brain doesn't te- uh, like try and fuck with me too much. Well, we had that hockey tournament in Fort McLeod, Jesus, three weeks when my back's still a little bit sore from it. But anyways, that's another story for another day. Uh, like it hurts at times, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. Man, I'm getting older. Just out of shape or don't, don't do enough of that stuff anymore. Stretch, but anyways. Stretch and drink water. Uh, I don't have time for that, Dave. I got to do, do the hair skate for the crowd. But anyways, uh, just give you a pill. There you go. It, uh, <laughs> that was one thing was, yeah, we, Port McLeod, the, it was a COVID free zone. There was a bubble over top of the town when it went. And from what I've heard, no one got sick. And we was vaccinated into this and that and everything else. And uh, we're not going to get into the, the science of it all, but it was nice to be part of something again. And the, the, the vid word wasn't brought up and it was a great thing to be a part of that. Uh, you didn't have to have this or that or anything else to, to go where you wanted to go. And it was nice. And now that we're in that full swing now, it, it's, it's, it's normal again, that, that whether, but like we said, like whether it's, you're still going to have the stink guy and people back and away and people still wear, there's still going to be people wearing masks. And I, I hope that, that people who do still decide to wear masks, whether you're at a concert, a baseball game or a hockey game, I hope that they're not um, vilified in any means because I, you, you know, what's going to come, but I hope it's to, to a minimum because it's been such a hard couple of years. Mask guy, if I bump into you at the briar and someone's giving you a hard time, I got your back. I'll talk your shit for you. you I'm not going to wear one, but I I can talk shit. Talk your shit. When uh, let's, let's get away from uh, actually at the event. What are you most looking forward to? I I know, like I've said this before on this show and whoever wants to listen to me when I'm away from the show. And usually when I'm away from the show, they don't have a choice, but listen to me because I talk so much, but um What's one thing before the show starts or before the concert, the sporting event, whatever you're going to, what's your guys's go-to? What, what are you thinking before the, like, what are you looking forward to the most prior to it all getting going? That's an odd question for me. It, it really, it really is. Like, I don't really, I, I don't ever look forward to pre-gaming. I really don't. Pre-gaming is just what you got to do. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's just, it's just doing your stretching. It's listening if you're in a, it's in the locker room bullshitting with the guys. You're not here for pre-game. Exactly. Pre-game has to happen. And you guys have a different way of going about things. Well, I mean, like yeah. says red light, red Linsky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, 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 like I'm, I'm not playing. There's a different thing, but you know, it's uh, it's a different thing if I'm playing the event. But no, it's. Uh, uh, well, I the, like the post game more. I like afterwards, like at a concert or a or, or a game. Like right. You go to the show, and then afterwards, you're whether you're at a at a pub or you're at your buddy's place, you're having having a couple having a couple pops here, and you're discussing. Like you're talking well, about I'm it. Oh, that was awesome. Game. Yeah, see, I I went on one. You're still excited about what just happened afterwards, right? Before the game, you're like, there's still a chance that you'll be disappointed. Maybe I don't know if that's part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your pregame is really like uh, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, you're watching TV. You're having a fuck a smoky and talking about what you hope you get to see. And but you're busy. I'm way more pregame than postgame. See, but that like, and I and I understand exactly what you're saying, and I enjoy that as well. well but that's, that's just something that has to get done. Post game is far more enjoyable 
or like you, you could even go sulk and miss it as well. But like if it was a momentous concert game ending overtime comeback whatever now you have the recollection and that is much more fun than the prognostic yeah but having a five dollar burger wasting a hundred dollar drunk is a waste of time and money man but that's all you're doing over no 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 there's no there's 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 a tenth of the money of the night is spent post game yeah well especially like well, that's what I just said. Like you, it, like the, the post game, it's over. Like it's okay. Like that. This was the event. Then you like the beforehand, during you have a bite, and then and that's it. It's over. No, see, having a bite is rarely in my post game. Maybe a snack, I, but yeah. it's 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 like yeah, it's winding down and it's sharing your shared emotion. What was cool about this for you? What was cool about this for you? Hey, you remember when you see that hit? Oh, uh, what about that stab in the in the fourth inning? Like that was a big that turned around that inning and then it turned around the game. That's the the breakdown of the game, right? Or concert, I think, is 10 times. I'm I show up on time for a for any sporting event. Like one well, my emotion, okay, but Jim, do you, do you, like my my emotions get so high during the game. And then, or or during the concert, and then it's just okay. And then I'm I'm on a cliff. Yeah, that's no, it. I I get that. Looking forward to events coming up, Jim. What do you got? To, like, what's the next big one you think you're going to go to? Uh, uh we got the Briar. We're going curling this weekend. We're going. Yeah, you guys like going curling? You guys are wild. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock you? it till you've done it. Oh, it's fun. The Briar Patch is a good time. It's. I bet it's a good time. No. Uh. In October, I have tickets, me and a buddy, to Foo Fighters in uh, nice. Vancouver. Up until then, I don't think I have anything going on. Uh, haven't really been the, checking. The right answer would have said your mom's 50th birthday. Well, but she's not right. 50. She's only 40-something. She's she's only 40-something. That's right. Uh, this summer, we should head, I'll head out there, Jim. Maybe we should hit a, a Vancouver Canadiens game. We'll... We'll do something like that. Maybe that weekend of your uh, Uncle Mike's birth, uh, wedding, not birthday, his wedding. We'll do yeah. something like that. Canucks are having a good season. You never know. They're, they're starting to pick things up. I mean, they're going to squeak into playoffs, which is which is a death death match for what they, they've had for a lot of years. Dave, Briar this weekend, we're really looking forward to just seeing people, seeing the curling. What's your, what are you looking forward to the most? Everything. Everything. It's it's always uh, – Lethbridge has been lucky that they've, they've hosted a ton of – of 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 uh, world class curling events, they've had the Canadian Women's, they had the Canadian Worlds, they've had the Men's Worlds about three years ago, which I've gone to every single one of them, and it's and it's great. It's a very collegial atmosphere. Um, the way it's set up in Lethbridge, they have an indoor soccer center directly to that. They turn that thing into a bar, a college bar. It's a college bar. It's tables and drinks, a dance floor, and a band. I went to one here in the hat. Uh, geez, I can't remember what it was. It was some mixed double Canadians. I can't remember, but it was a really, really good time. It's yeah. it's called the Briar Patch, and, and like in you know, it's it's fun. It's it, it reminds me of cabarets, tables, a band, and a dance floor. And I love, one, I love a, I love oh, a cabaret. 
A cabaret. I wish we had cabarets still. We should have a 1420 cabaret. We should. When is Valentine going to be doing his Alberta swing? Uh, gosh, I don't know, man. Haven't, well, haven't started. Well, just, I'm too, we I'm should too schedule crazy that. Jimmy up. Valentine live Bring at your... the Elks Hall in Fort McLeod, the 1420 Cabaret. <laughs> I would love it. There you go. There we yeah. Are. And we have to do some charity stuff and I'll let you guys do your Fort McLeod shit. But like, yeah, we should have a 1420 Cabaret. 1420 Cabaret. We'll figure that out. Anyways, you have to have 100 downloads for free admission. Nothing's free in this world, Dave. Seen the price of gas? 100. Well, you know, and and an Uber. And an Uber home. Anyways, uh, sports are happening. Music's happening. Things are getting back normal. Uh, One thing's for certain. Geez, I had to get a laugh. We'll get rid of this segment, but I had to have a laugh. Fucking Leafs. The first time they've had a full building all year long, and they just blow it last night, got killed, like actually killed last night in typical Leafs fashion. I don't get it. Some things just stay the same. Some things never change. Anyways, 1420 Sports Podcast. Four viewers sports talking a whole lot more. Dave's here. Jimmy Valentine's here. And we're having a good time. Talk to you guys in a second. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk and more. You ever want to have a good barroom discussion? The old, you got to bring out three simple letters, H-O-F. It's, uh, it's a, no matter what sport you're talking about, you can get in a discussion because you can have three people and you can have three different conversations and three different sets uh, states of mind who gets in the old Hall of Fame. And uh, this tonight will have uh, hopefully no, no exception. We're going to talk about tonight the Hall of Fame Guys who are still currently playing, currently playing that are guaranteed locks to be in the, the, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, we'll get rid of the obvious ones. We'll get rid of the Ovechkins who scored his, I think it was 763 tonight. He's three away from tying Jagger up for uh, for third most all-time in goals. Not, not too far away from Gordy, which he'll surpass next year. So we'll get rid of uh, Crosby. We'll get rid of Ovechkin. Um, after that, actually, we'll, we'll do a few more here, here's and there's, uh, Dave, who do you got for a guaranteed lock to be in the hall of fame, uh, when their career is over as of right now? I'll give you two Steve Stamkos and John Tavares. What? I think they're locks. I I think Stamkos is. I don't a think very, either of those guys are. Stamkos, if you wouldn't have had that leg break, Dave, with a grin on your face, I know you're trying just for content here. I know that neither <laughs> of those guys are Hall of Famers, and not even I, close. And Tavares. Oh, is they're like I think. No, I I I did I did purposely put two gray area guys. That right was up just like. That's wow, gray area though. That's like my lead-in was like locks. I think Stamkos is in. I think Tavares is. I do believe both of those guys are in. No, no, I don't think Tavares is. I think that Stamkos would be if it weren't for the leg break and all the problems he's had because of that. I'll say this: uh, Anze Kopitar and Carey Price are both locks. 
I'll give you Kopitar because he's got some Stanley Cups. I don't think I don't think Price is a lock. Definitely not first ballot. Yeah, I'll for sure. Like I'll take it. Like for sure, for sure, for sure. You know, I think he certainly played with the Habs. He won his gold medals. Eastern bias. There ain't no doubt. There ain't no doubt. He's first ballot. I don't think he's first ballot. I think he'll end up in there though. Anze Kopitar was the best two-way player in the league for seven, eight years. And he's got Stanley Cups. Two of them. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Difference yeah. maker, kind of a Datsuk, uh, Zetterberg type guy. The a guy that uh, we'll talk about, like since you brought up Carey Price, I think a guy to be more just as much or more of a lock because he has a cup. Uh, I think Jonathan Quick, because Quick has a, a Con Smythe award and two Stanley Cups. I think Quick's a lock for sure. Like, I think that's a hands down Quick is in. Yeah, you took my guy. I actually had quick written down as well. Yeah. So like, I think uh, that one, I think that's more than price. I, I think I think when you win champion, if a championship helps a lot, championships, that's fucking guaranteed, except for Stamkos, because I think I personally think it's two COVID cups. I think that hurts a little bit. But scoring champ, tough luck. He did have tough luck. Cam Neely's in there. And I think Stamkos is a better player than Cam Neely. And and Stamkos had... I don't, I don't think Neely should be in, but anyway, that's another... But he is in, yeah, right? Yeah, for another so, day. But. Yeah. Um, no, we actually have thought about that, I think. And both of yeah. us were in agreement that uh, it's... He's a hauler pretty good. The, it's the low bar, right? And, yeah. and so you can't really use his career as a bar for the Hall of Fame because then there'd be a lot of fucking people in there. So... Um, like Anze, like Anze Kopitar, I think definitely belongs in. He's at the same level as Stamkos. I think also, sorry, I was thinking out loud. Talking about Carey Price and Quick now, it kind of contradicts my uh, argument about Ben Roethlisberger, who is really good for a super long time. Carey Price was elite. For a long time. He was elite before Quick was elite. And he's elite after Quick is done. So I think the the high level kind of a... Uh, here's this. Who's Who should be in the Hall of Fame first? Henrik Lundqvist or Kerry Price? Jonathan Quick. That wasn't the question. 
So, let's, uh, so you I, would rank that. Okay, you would rank I, that quick, quick number one put, out of those three. I would put. Ooh, I think Lundqvist and Price are the same guy. Yeah. So rank them. Like, who should be in the Hall of Fame first? Quint, uh, Quick, Lundqvist, and uh, Price. Uh, I will go Quick or, or Lundqvist. Are we doing all three? Sorry. Yeah, rank yeah. them in, in order. The, yeah. Quick one, Price two, Lundqvist three. Win, man. And a smite while you're winning. Yeah, I, I would do that too. Uh, Price ahead of Lundqvist just because... At the end of the day, he's Canadian and played on a Canadian team his whole career. That's just that's just gonna get Long, you votes. Bigger, I inter- think. bigger international um, portfolio price has than Lundqvist because yeah. Lundqvist plays for Sweden, who has too many fucking Swedes, right? Exactly. Um, no, I go I go quick ahead of because you win, man. Winning's that that's why you play the fucking game. You play to so, win the game, right? So he had like what, no, but like, and I don't know, but I think Quick had. A seven-year career of elite. He's still playing, but yeah, yeah, uh, like of eliteness. Yeah. Did Whereas more in those seven years than Price did in all of his. Quick has a gold medal, like you know, like I, I don't know, like when we say more, that's so subjective because you're playing in front of the team that you're dealt with, especially as a goalie, like as a quarterback. Easy, like easy. Bad or bad teams, or you need a goal. A goaltender is probably the most important position next to it, next to a quarterback in all of sport. No, what you don't you don't win with shitty goaltender. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But like the you team that's decent, playing in front though. of you, yeah. Like and and those Daryl Sutter and everybody knows Daryl Sutter hockey. Like it doesn't. It's good. It gives it gives a good goalie a chance to succeed at Daryl Sutter's system. Yeah. Um, but I would say both Carey Price and Henrik Lundqvist have dragged a team to the Stanley Cup. Fine. Quick was like, yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, that's I I didn't mean to suggest anything otherwise to the Stanley Cup. Okay, so who's better, Luongo or Price? I would way rather have Carey Price be my goaltender than Robert Luongo. Same guy. Yeah. No, different. I, I disagree. Uh, Luongo had, had a bad playoff run. And like he the lets, finals, game seven. He, he lets in the bad goals. But, too. but he, he, he wins one goddamn road game. There is no game seven. He shows up for a road game. There is no game seven. He got embarrassed on the road that entire playoffs, and that's Luongo what I don't over, understand. Okay, so the the Canucks got shut down, shut out. Luongo's, of that game seven. Luongo's gold medal in 2010 is way, way better, a way better goaltending performance than than what Carey Price had to do in 2014. Oh, he doesn't let in that softy. It never goes to overtime. He let in that soft goal with about eight minutes left. In Those the Babcock teams in that in 2014, they could have had Brent Redlinski in net circa 1992 and won a gold medal. Okay, let's not get uh, ridiculous here. No, exactly. That's a bit of a stretch. And, <laughs> and then even and even Luongo had that that famous tweet, uh, Jesus Price, when he made those two big saves. Yeah. So. Anyways, so we're 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 to move a lock with with goaltenders. Is Flurry in lock? Mark no. Andre Fleury? No. 
No. He, he's number four on that list we just talked about. Oh, he's won a cup. He's won two cups. What team did he win that cup on? Come on. He still won. So no. we're going back to 1997 in... or whatever year it was, or 2002. We're still not giving Bark Andre Fleury credit. But we're giving. Oh Mark... no, I'll give him a ton of credit, but I think he's number he's four a... on. I, I have a Hall I... of Famer than Price and Lundquist. No, he's not. I disagree. I'm with Jim on this oh. one. How about Drew Doughty? Okay, I got Doughty in yeah, because Doughty of... for sure. Hey, let, let's look. Okay, we'll 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 do Kopitar Doughty. And quick, you guys don't do quick as much as I do. So is Doughty a Hall of Famer because also he has the the gold medals and he's still he's still kicking pretty good. And if there was if if the big boys went Olympics this year, he would have been on that team. Yeah, uh, yeah, Doughty's longevity definitely adds a lot to his Hall of Fame case. I think. And I, I think, think the I, I think party is pretty cool. It gets him into. And but also too, he, all those accomplishments were under the age of thirty. I think he has to do one more thing. Like he's never in the um, Con Smythe running anymore. You never hear him talk about an elite defenseman Norris anymore. And, yeah. I, I, I sorry Norris, I said Con Smythe. Um, you never hear people talking about him being an elite defenseman anymore. Honestly, I haven't heard it. It's and, because of the, where he plays. I don't Dave, know, but I Dave, when he when he's playing, we're both in bed or we're doing this show. No, and I agree, but I also right. listen to sports radio the next day where they talk about hockey and but and, those guys uh, are in bed also. I'm just saying, yeah, that's all I'm saying. I don't hear people talk about his I'm a little revved up tonight anymore. all of a sudden for some reason. Exactly. Where I where I hear people talk about um players from the Canucks and uh, the Michigan guy, the Michigan goal guy from Anaheim and shit like that. I hear about that. I don't remember names, but like Drew Doughty is a name I know and love. And I well, like love that's so strong. Um, Good player. I remember, I remember loving his game that's back great in the player. day. Oh, when he was so young being on those. Uh, that, 2000, that 2010 when, team, when he got named, I was like, who the fuck, how the fuck does who, what the hell? And the way he played when LA won those cups, it was and like, the, the rumor has it in 2010, he was having a good time the night before they won the gold medal. And you know, and that's fun and dandy. You're young oh, and dumb and winning, and, and it's awesome. But I don't hear about him anymore, is what I'm saying. And and he provided me with some great hockey memories, and I loved watching him play, but you know, that was in your first five years in the league. What have you done your last seven? On that note, you'll talk about Drew Doughty. Uh, we'll talk about uh, ex-Chicago Blackhawk, now plays for the Edmonton Oilers are playing the Hawks tonight. Um, Duncan Keith, is he in? Because, like, what, you, what you're just describing there with Keith, because he was so good, like, so, so good, and then kind of was – his contract hurt him because he was making so much money and, and he ended up not playing so much. A couple injuries here and there. Is Duncan Keith in or is he is he Drew Doughty? One more cup. I would put I, sorry, is he go, in, Jim? Jim? No, I I don't think he's that's tough. Uh, I think he's in. I don't know if he's first ballot. I think it might take him a little. That's a tough one, though, right? He because he was so good and 
top five, top three D men in the league, but then he fell off so quick. It's so much. It, it it's hard to say. Like, can you forget- put too many guys from one team in? Like, can, can there be a, a, a limit? Okay. This guy was good. Cause he played with this guy. Can you put this guy in? Cause he played with this guy. You know what I mean? Like, can like eventually you had to quit putting Oilers in. Oh, totally. Except for Kevin Lowe got him somehow, but whatever. So they're surfing the other day. But Dave, can well, you can there be too many guys from one team get in? Because some sometimes guys are just fortunate to be with guys who they played with. Oh, 100 percent And then and then that's why I'm thinking now, no rank rank Dowdy, Duncan, and then you gotta talk about Keith Seabrook as well, right? Right. He has an Olympic gold medal. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What did I say? What? Keith Seabrook. Yeah, you're. Yeah, Brent Seabrook. Um, so you got those three, two Chicago, two Chicago guys, and one one LA guy, basically the same player. Exactly. And and but you know, is that is that their fault that the organization had the the foresight to sign them both yeah. and they could both be awesome? It's because like Seabrook has. Uh, an argument, and so does the Latang. Is that from Pittsburgh? I think okay, I, he's on my list too. Latang is in for me. Me too. Me too. Like, and that's so, that. That's a no-brainer. The, the amount of time he spent in Pittsburgh, he's got he's got his two or three cups, whatever it is, uh, Olympic gold medal. Blah, he's in for sure, and, he, and he's still playing at a high level at his age. He's been there seventeen years or fifteen years, whatever it's been. Oh, it's been a long time for sure. And then because Malkin Crosby and him have the longest uh, three guys played to play in the history of the game. Latang's yeah. in. That, that that one's a guarantee. That's uh, a lock if you believe. At, he's ex, in, uh, so he's in before Doughty, Seabrook, Keith for sure. I think so. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I could live with that. What about this Vasilevsky? COVID cups, man. He's got to win a real one. <laughs> COVID I, love, cups don't I love how you alternate with your opinion on the covid cups because at first because there's some days where you're like yeah no it's a cup is a cup that still counts and now Jim, you're we'll like, get into my ah. screaming cold takes later on today's show with this segment where we finish this <laughs> that's not a cold take uh, that's just an observation one on guy that, that was, a, was a teammate of Sidney crosby who said's in one guy we said that uh is in for sure is Latang, a guy that i don't think that i still think could Go and help the Toronto Maple please. They should go back and reacquire him. Is Phil Kessel going to the Hall of Fame? Well, he's like third all-time Ironman, isn't he, right now? Like, he's probably because he doesn't work very hard, but not Ironman don't mean shit to me. Oh, no, it doesn't mean anything, but, like, he's got that stat. But for me, no. 30 goal seasons. Two Stanley Cups, still playing. He's got to be over fifteen hundred points or a thousand points. No, sorry, like a thousand. No, you Gotta want be. him. You want him in before Tavares. He's won two cups. That was in the question. Yes, Phil Kessel is a Hall of Famer right now. Tavares is. Ah ha ha! Kessel's a way better Kessel. I would have okay. Kessel. I would rather have Kessel on my team right now than John Tavares, and I'm a Leafs fan. I, I, I I'm not laughing because that. that's ridiculous. It's just funny to hear the words Phil Kessel is a Hall of Famer, and I I, I can't explain why. You, what, but it just cracks stat. me up to Look hear up that. I'm not stat. disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just his whole career. It's uh, Phil Kessel. Ooh. 
He's, he's not a superstar. Bill the Thrill, man. He's, he's a Hall never, of Famer. He's never been a superstar, but he's a Hall of Famer. It's just funny. He's a producer. He's the Ben Roethlisberger without the rig, right? Like, he's, <laughs> he's, he's really good all the time. Yes. He's really good all the Hall of Famers time. do. He's not a leader. He's, he's, um, I don't know who he is. Who is he? I was, I was going to say Mike McDaniel, but Mike McDaniel had, it was, he's just a different player. Okay, McDaniel was more dynamic. Yes. Fast up and down the wing, prettier, the whole bit. Kess is a Hall of Famer. He just has Ke- slick hands. Oh God! I, I think Kessel is in a way, in a way, like the uh, dollar store Ovi, where he just happens to be in the right place, and he can—he's got a one timer on him. There's a T-shirt, half a picture of Phil the Thrill with a hot dog in his mouth. <laughs> the dollar store Ovi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, am I wrong he's... there? No, I think <laughs> you're right. Yeah. He's just kind of yeah. He's top of the Obi. circles, and oh yeah, it comes to me. You and get all. what he scores you pay for, and, yeah. Right? He scores like, so goals. Nobody knows better, how. He's better than Tyler Sagan, then. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Taylor Hall. Yes. No, I'm just I'm just spitballing yeah. here. I'm, I'm just coming up with names. And what are, what what other contemporaries are there of them? Uh, how about that kid from uh, the Sharks that I like? What the fuck is his name? Oh, um, that scores nice goals, and he's her captain for God's sake. I and I'm just 100. percent He's blanking. in he's in uh, Dallas now. That Pavelski, not Pavelski. Pavelski. No, Pavelski? they had like, but no, he's he's a Sharks captain now. Anyways, there's a really good player. He's he's younger, and I, I like know. him. Pavelski is is Pavelski a better player than? Uh, yes. Hell no. No. What? Pavelski has a couple. No, you're right. Kessel's uh, better than him. Yeah. Yes. You go down um, the list. Kessel, t- Kessel, Kessel. I am going down to the Kessel list. Kessel is a better brain. player. He, I, I don't know how to explain it. I think he should be a Hall of Famer. Is Kessel player. better than Brad Marchand? No. No. Absolutely Marchand not. the Hall of Fame? Yeah. I you're, think so. Yeah. I think so. How about, and then how about, how about Sean, on top of being a good player and having won a cup, being an Olympian, he's the best trash talker of my generation that I like. He's just known for mine too, actually. Yeah. And he's the best. So we say Bergeron's in. Bergeron's in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Castle's a better player than Bergeron. (laughs) I'm telling you. Oh, you're you're, you're uh, wrong. Bill's right there, man. I disagree with that too. Anyways. I was 100%. Like I said, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame conversation, folks. You bring up any names, you could probably you could, if you like a guy and you and you stick with you stick with your <laughs> with what you're saying. And I, you guys look up, you look up Phil's stats. He's there. I'm telling you, he's there. I know. Like, I I 100% believe you. And then, like you know, one of these players, like I'm not making an argument for this guy, Claude Giroux, like good player. It's it's always good, but just it's like is that the organization's fault that he's not? That's the Flyers. That's yes. just the Flyers, man. The Flyers so, are a disaster. Whoa. So if they have he, been a disaster. They're it, bad. If he was given the hand that Phil Castle had, dude, right? Like, so it's not Giroux's fault. He was the best player on a shitty franchise. 
what, yeah. what, what's no, he going to do? Because then you don't get dealt and your contract isn't dealable. Yeah. Like that, 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 that was the thing with, with Luongo. He couldn't get dealt for so long because his contract was so big. He had a bad yeah. contract, right? Well, that's another problem with being on that shitty team. It's one with your contract, you can't bring players in. And also, you haven't won a game in three years. People aren't going to take a pay cut to come play with you. It, I think, yeah. So you're, like, you're just stuck point. in a shit situation because you got drafted to a franchise that can't surround you with any talent. But you, but you chose to stick around as well. Like hockey does give you that opportunity, right? Like, you well, decided. at the time you shove that uh, uh, contract with that many, with no that big a number in your. I would, face. if I was a GM, I would never give out a no movement clause. Play better, oh, you can stay, stay. Play here, you can stay here forever. Yeah. If you play, if, hey. Can I get no? You play here. I'm still your boss. So, who's the better hockey player, Claude Giroux or Phil the Thrill? Claude Giroux is the better player. Castle, oh, excuse me. Please. No one, yeah, no, no one's trading for Claude Giroux. They're trading for Phil Castle. Because they can afford because <laughs> he's Kessel. always on a two-year expiring, right? <laughs> Anyways, the 1420 Sports Podcast for Beer Sports Talk. The Hall of Fame and a whole lot more. We'll be back with real soon with uh, something I don't even know anymore. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talking, and a whole lot more. Uh, the whole lot more part right now. Jim, you're, uh, you're single, over with, got released last Friday on Spotify and on Apple Music. I uh, downloaded, listened to it for the first time. I heard it snippets here and there even though you're my nephew you didn't uh you didn't release it to anybody out of the public it was a big surprise to everybody what was going on i thoroughly enjoyed it i shared it with a bunch of my friends they enjoyed it it uh, it hasn't got any negative reviews and a lot of my friends they, they would tell me what they think because they that's just how who we are and how we, we've always been so congratulations on not getting any negative things uh jim uh dave you've heard the song first off dave before we get let jim uh, get going what was your take on uh, on Jim's song and, and when you first heard it? Uh, what was uh, what was your original initial thoughts? It's a catchy little ditty, and <laughs> I I gave it a couple things and I found myself to uh, get over it. It's the chorus is my favorite part. The chorus Sweet. is my favorite favorite part of that of that tune. It's it's a great it's a great little listening tune. Yeah, no, well, I quite like that. Could. When the uh, looking forward to barbecue season and play a little bit louder outside there and play it and let the neighborhood hear it. Jim, uh, I've known you obviously your entire life. You've not known me my entire life because I'm quite a bit older than you, but uh, I, I know the story. But let Dave know like you used to be a, a soccer guy, then you were a baseball guy, and then you were a, a hockey guy for a long time. And what brought you into the uh, the music world and and uh, how did it all get going for you on that end of the end of the spectrum? Um, well, it, in sports, music is a huge part of it. And that was, you know, my, my parents were a big sports family. I was always playing sports and therefore always had music blast in, whether it was in the locker rooms or during games, especially playing hockey. And I don't know, I had a, felt I had a natural a feel for it. I just, something about it. I always felt drawn to, Hey, maybe someday I'll, I'll write a song and then uh, my dad showed me a recording of Stevie Ray Vaughan live at Austin City Limits. And right there, I saw him playing guitar. And I was like, yeah, that's, I want to do that. So I started doing that. I went, picked up my dad's, an old, one of my dad's old guitars, to, signed up for a class in 
I think the seventh grade to learn basic chords playing guitar and I absolutely loved it. So I decided to keep going playing guitar. And eventually I was like, uh, decided I'm going to try writing a song. So I did. And I felt it probably a terrible song. Haven't performed it for a, I don't think anyone for a long time at least, but I wrote a song and I felt like a rock star and I was like, yeah, this is, this is something I could do. So I kept doing it and Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner here i am i decided eventually like yeah i moved to the big city from little parksville to try and be try and be a rock star and also at the end of the day who doesn't want to be a rock star right hockey players want to be rock stars right yeah. dave, we talked about this in a few shows years ago how athletes they they want to be rock stars dave uh jim was saying how a few random chords here and there can you play a few random chords i know i i've tried I can't. I gave it up. I gave my guitar away because I was ready to smash it. So I thought it would go to somebody uh, who could use a lot more than I could. Dave, can you play random chords? Not anymore. I did <laughs> that. I did take it up. I, uh, my guitar is right over here. I can have it on the screen in about, honestly, 30 seconds. Um, I did practice it and um, do whatever. I got to the point where the song I was working on was uh, free falling. Oh yeah. And, and I could get you to the, the first chorus. Ding, 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 totally. ding, ding. I totally. could do that. And then once I did that and played it for about five friends, I stopped practicing. And you know what? <laughs> you I didn't get any better. I can't oh. even do that anymore. I packed. But That's anyway, my next I question, Jim. Like Jim, how do you go from fledgling, uh, campfire hero i guess to uh, picking up an electric guitar and changing things up of a different uh, obviously uh, an acoustic sitting around the campfire strumming a few chords pretending you're bruce springsteen or tom patty or whoever's a lot different than going to an electric guitar and changing things up a little bit how to get to that point where you stepped up to the next level in your uh, musical uh, career now uh for me it started uh teaching myself power chords listening to green day actually just teach them those that's too bad <laughs> what do you mean punk band's got it fucking I'm not, figured I'm out not, i'm not a chords, exactly yeah. loud exactly. 
I you, and, you hear and, I heard those chords. And, yeah. I just I remember I was listening to I heard basket case come up on a playlist and I was like, I bet I could do that. And so Fucking I just rights. Yeah. listened and listened and started learning it. And then I figured it out. And then I was like, oh, I could totally do that. And then it ended up going and listening to all the blues guitarists I love, like BB King, Stevie Ray Vaughan, all those guys. And incorporating kind of my love of blues and my love of rock and my love of punk and all that and trying kind of finding that oh i could kind of combine all these things and make it into this cool punk music that i love and that i like to listen to and write so it all kind of it came from just listening and taking the time to kind of try and figure it out and kind of making a little project out of it where oh i bet i could take this from here bring it over there and that's something that sounds really cool or it doesn't sound cool and i have to take it and bring it somewhere else or do something else so yeah it all came from basically listening to things i love and figuring out how to do it myself no the one thing i like about your song over with jim that we've uh, that's on spotify and on apple is that uh it reminds me a lot dave we we used to do these guys a lot just a long time ago uh more uh pop pop punk kind of things like uh, remember simple plan back in the day and those guys mm-hmm. we listened to that it reminds me a lot of that stuff that, uh jim uh that's a lot before your time and you were just born when that stuff was coming out um is that genre back out there? I, i'm not gonna lie to you i don't listen to a ton of, of music that's anything new is that something that's that, that's uh back out there again or is it something that you uh you heard from the past that you you thought maybe it worked. Uh, it's worked in the eighties. It worked in the nineties. Worked two thousand. Is this something that we could uh, maybe get going again? A bit of uh, both. Uh, oh, go ahead, Dave. Oh no, no, like I'm not big on on the music that's on the radio. I don't listen to things that are trending. I don't listen. I I I have the things that I like and I know, but then there's also some podcasts I listen to. I listen to the Sklar Brothers podcast and they mm-hmm. have one, a sports one, and they celebrate indie music, every sports cast. And at the end of the year, they have their indie music best cut to the year. I get so much of my new shit from them. The, the one it's called uh, meet me at my spot from the anxiety. Ang- oh, yeah. anxiety i don't know if you heard that tune i yeah. fucking love this tune and that's where jim's tune kind of i think that's your genre it's kind mm-hmm. of it's like it's an indie thing it's it's listened to music in the background like it's a toe tapper it's not gonna fucking make me punch a wall or or, or get jacked up for anything that's but my it's kind of don't but, punch walls walls always win but I like to think I like I like to hear it in the background. I, I don't mind the hook being caught in the back of my head. It's yeah. something I don't mind humming to myself for the day. Whereas when you get that bad song in your day, like, oh fuck. I don't I can't come up with one right now. You want to ruin someone's day? Way. We we all know that something you don't ruin someone's day first thing in the morning about 7 30. Don't worry, be say, happy. Have say that rock. in your head all day. Just go someone's in where someone's ear. Roxanne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I don't mind that. I your day's just myself. fucked because that's all you're going to hear all day long. <laughs> Anyways, Jim, you, you go from, from playing guitar, learning, you, you played hockey, and you, you you decide to focus more on your music career, uh, and then you, you 
you sit down like this one's always boggles my mind like with with uh guitar guys who who can who sing and play um it's one thing writing the song it's one another thing to write the music for said song um shakespeare was a poet but he didn't play guitar how uh, like how much of an effort like how much time did it take you to write over with like start to finish between the lyrics uh scribbling it off your your notepad and then adding the, the tune into it like how long did, what did that song overall take you to make it that with over with i find often when you're writing a song i like to uh start with the instrumental because that especially start with the verse and the chorus. So I had all the instrumental mapped out. That kind of took me 30 minutes. That one came quick, especially it's a simple four chord song. And then I just looped it and looped it and you improvise singing random melodies and words that come to mind into your microphone. And funny, uh, one thing that I always find is it's off in the first take. So you go and you're oh, that that was pretty good. And then you try again and you do a bunch of different verses, different ideas. And then you always end up coming to the first thing you, you, you wrote because that's often the freshest. And the one that the first thing that comes to your mind is going to be the best thing that you come up with. I So altogether, writing it took, I'd say, a few hours. But when it comes down to it, I could have eliminated 45 minutes off that writing process and just gone what I wrote for, with what I wrote first. So altogether, I'd Jesus. say it was. That's less time than Dribble Me and Dave put out twice a week when this show. Uh, <laughs> just uh, no, it's uh, it, it, no, I've never understood how, how artists can do that. Write a song plus the lyrics plus, plus, plus. I, I don't get it. And then it gets mixed and things. And then you hear these guys who can do it, do a song in half an hour. Like how the fuck does that happen? And it just, it, it's mind blowing to me. Uh, Dave, if you were to write a song, what would it be about and how long would it take you? Would it be a lifelong journey? Would it be a meatloaf uh, expose or would it be a Ramon's uh, quick and easy and out? No, it'd be more of a, that, uh, the kid Rocky, that, uh, that one that starts slow and comes to a crescendo. I like that oh, too. Yeah. I keep forgetting what it is. It's not an overly good Must song. Must be a good it, song it? if you can't even put it was. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? One of my favorite songs ever, like my opus, it would be Jesus of Suburbia by Green Day. That's a great I song. I fucking love that too. I never got into Green Day. Oh, uh-huh. I it's at 11 by the time. Like it, it starts maybe on like five, six. It starts and slow. Then, yeah. Yeah. And then by like, oh. I, that whole I, album was phenomenal. American, American Idiot. Idiot is one of my favorite albums of all oh, time. Really? I, oh, it fucking Stellar. kicks remarkable ass. I gotta oh, get yeah. out there a little bit. Yeah, and and know. turn that fucker up. I, I don't know. I, I if I told this one, I um, I had a Green Day concert uh, taped on uh, taped on the old PBR. <laughs> <laughs> like it was an HBO, whatever. Like I, I found it. And then, <laughs> I, was I love when lo- people are visiting <laughs> taped. And Ugh. then I uh, I played my wife. Because you don't actually know what they're saying. Did he actually have a tape? My or wife and son were away for the weekend. And then, so I got a little bit stoned and I got a little bit drunk to watch this concert. I was looking forward to it by myself. 
and I had the home stereo system on 11 and um, it wasn't even that late. I started around 9.30 and so before going to bed, I grabbed my phone and then like I had 12 missed calls. Hey, I know your wife's gone. Like you fucking hiding from us and shit like that. No, I'm just having a good time. Oh, no, I was. I couldn't even hear the phone ring. I was. <laughs> oh, it Give was it awesome. I fucking. Florida. See, and that's and that's what I like about going back to our first thing. A live concert. Like for me, it's I guess I'm a little bit selfish that this is just something I want to see. I don't mind having a party for one. Oh yeah, like, it's it was it was great. One and, man twister is not a, not a bad thing at times. No, no oh, and partying the Green Day, and I'm glad to hear. Uh, sorry, Jim's uh, one of his influences was Green Day. That three chord, but you write a good song, and you can fucking become a superstar. And also, too, Jim, your first thing about what you were saying about your song. How did the song come to you? It came quick. I don't know if you want to tell the ladies that. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, yeah, it's one one way, one way to. Yeah, I play guitar, but I come quick. Uh, anyways, um, just, just whatever. Elaine, we're sorry. My mom uh, listens anyways, to this, Dave. Jeez, honest, Elaine, we're sorry for your fifty. You said it. Yeah, hey, I know. it. Hey, you're on Spotify. Uh, <laughs> what's your what you got some other other show, other um, songs in the horizon going to come up? What's your uh, what's your big plan? Do you got some some live shows coming up? I know you, you play in Parksville quite a bit. Uh, do you got some other live shows that you're going to be joining? You got some other people going to be, be playing with in the near future? Uh, I have some live shows tentative right now. We uh, are looking to. Uh, schedule them based on how things go in the next month or two. In you were Vancouver. saying that restrictions are different in BC than they yeah. are in Alberta. Yeah, we're a little Wilson, different so. here. We're still trying to figure out how we want. You're to You're a lot things. different there. Trust me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're, <laughs> so yeah, we're working on how we're going to go about uh, live shows, live music, and live events in general. But we're we're thinking we're getting close, and once we kind of have more of an idea of how things are going to go, I'll be able to start actually announcing shows. Uh, but for releasing music, uh, I have another single coming out in about four or five weeks' time. It's in the works right now, and just in the mixing phase. And then by midsummer, I'm looking to have a six-song project out, including Jeez. "Over With" and this next song on it. So. I uh, really hope you guys stick around and want to hear those as they come out. Absolutely. Encourage the crowd to record your shows. That's how it started for Dave. Encourage the crowd. Tape the show. Oh, yeah. show put it on YouTube. Put it wherever it's got to be. Social media. Because I ain't making fuck all on Apple and Spotify. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyways, Jim, I know <laughs> we, uh, if we, maybe we were talking earlier on the show getting a uh, 1420 benefit out here for God knows what for our own pockets. Maybe get you out here into Alberta where we don't have any restrictions. It's the wild west out here. We'll get a show out here for you. Find some other venues you can play at out uh, Medicine Hat, Lethbridge Way, uh, the Owl Acoustic Lounge, a good little spot in Lethbridge there. Cheap plug, anyways. But uh, we'll get you maybe if, if you, nothing can happen out there or things are happening, do a, a little Western Canada tour. And uh, to different things going on around here, Jim. We, I really not you're, not just because you're my nephew, but I really enjoy your song "Over With." Uh, I tap my toes to, like I said earlier earlier on. 
people I've talked to like it a lot. So congratulations on your first, uh, your first single and all the best to you uh, coming up. And I knew that being the, uh, the sound guy for the uh, 1420 podcast, wasn't the, uh, the apex of your career by any means. Uh, we do appreciate all the work you do for us on a uh, twice a week basis because you, you make us sound a lot better than we really are. Dave. I absolutely concur, Jim. I'm, I'm so appreciative of the time that you've taken out of your day to, to help uh, your uncle and I uh, put this out. <laughs> I've said some stuff that no one will ever know. I hope you don't save those ones, but I'll text you every now and then saying, yeah. Hey, <laughs> we, hey, I, I got carried I, away. I, I don't want, I don't want to be known for saying this and, or that. So I like on that note, I 100, I so appreciate the work that you do oh. for us. And, and there's one thing looking and seeing something like you saw Stevie Ray Vaughan play guitar and like, that's what I want to do. And as opposed, as opposed to just saying, that's what I want to do. You work towards being what you want to do. Yeah, you're you're doing it. You're a young, you're a young man. You're working on your craft and, and, and your passion. You have a song on, on Spotify and Apple. Like I applaud you. Good for you. That's hard work. Keep working on your craft, man. And I know with your, your ethic and your talent, you're, you're going to find your way. And, 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 and thanks, Jim. I, of course. I, thank I, you. Much, no trouble. Much we're giving a ton of, acc- we're giving a ton of accolades to Jim right now. Uh, about uh, just over just under a year ago, we uh, asked Jim to uh, be our sound guy because our, 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 we were fledgling. We were doing this thing through a couple of phones and COVID and things and stuff, and our sound wasn't very good. But over the uh, over the last uh, hundred or so whatever shows, uh, unbeknownst to uh, to Dave and I, we may have said some things that weren't weren't too intelligent. And Jim, uh, in his divine wisdom, he's been saving them up. And uh, he has a few for us tonight for uh, Dave and Brent screaming cold takes. Uh, Dave the other night, he said that uh, during our group text that there's no way he said anything that was unintelligent and and not true. Uh, We're going to find out very shortly how wrong that we both were because, uh, man, Dave, Dave, this is between me and we'll let Jim hear this. Actually, Jim... Jim's listened to this show more than anybody over the last year because you listen to it what three three times? You do it once, about once two, just two or three him. times. I usually, yeah, I usually go. So you you've had once to me and Dave and Baba at least two hundred and fifty times. Yeah, that's a lot of listening to me. That that's more than Deanne's listened to me in in, in uh, the years I've been dating her. Well, I, I, so I do I'm not surprised. Anyway, so Dave, uh, Dave, oh, give the over under. In the uh, hundred or so shows that Jim's uh, produced for us, how many incorrect, nonsensical things have you said? I know, I know one for sure because I believe Jim was actually on that show when I said it. Yeah. So I'm ready. I'm ready for one. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for one. Anything else is is, is it going to be a surprise? No, this yeah, is that's to- what I had to include just because it's been, <laughs> you guys have talked about it so much. And, I, and even when you said it, we were both like, dude, no. And of course, we're going to talk about that one. Anyways, we have to bring uh, it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to any, everybody who's listening, uh, who listened to us for the 181 shows, wherever 182 we're at, we're at now, um, this is not rehearsed. We have no idea other than the one that we know is coming. 
with the uh, how many perfect games we're going to be throwing last baseball season. <laughs> that was a no-brainer. It wasn't uh, perfect games. It was it no was. hitters, and I got my defense. No right Anyways, no, like, you... there was there was. Uh, I'm we still say a lot of stuff, and th- <laughs> but this is this is completely unrehearsed. These are all gems of screaming cold takes from me and Dave in the last uh, the last uh, I guess 11, 11 months or so. Uh, Jim, take the floor. Tell us how wrong we were. All right. Here's what I'm going to start with. I'm going to start with you, Mr. Redlinski. This is actually a pretty recent one. So you said when we were on, last time we were on with Aaron from the the, uh, Brutally Honest Sports Podcast, you said Joe Burrow certainly has the edge as best QB this Super Bowl. I don't even know how you could have thought that to be true. A second year guy just coming off of a year almost injured and you gave him the edge as the best quarterback against a seasoned veteran. Now the the thing I, okay. The thing I thought about that, it was recency bias is the reason why I said it. Joe Burrow was the flavor of the week. I was 100, like the, the way it turned, like hindsight's 2020, but recency bias with Joe Burrow was a flavor of the week. And I thought that he was going to have a better game than he did. I, I thought he had a hotter, uh, I thought he was going to be, I thought he had a better playoff than Matthew Stafford did up to that point. That was my take on that. Um, I think I, th- is, I think that you were just trying to make good radio instead of saying something that made sense. Because <laughs> that was ridiculous. Well, that could be very true as well. I believe my retort to that was like he can't put up with um, the Rams' pass rush, right? Oh. And so it, it, I, I have the biggest guy crush on Joe Burrow ever. And I, and I'll, and that's not, that's not ice cold. That's kind of cold. No, that's, that's pretty ice cold. That's the, it's yeah. looking back like it. There's no way there was no way that he Burrow was, gonna, was playing over his head at that point, way over his head. If this was two or three years from now and he was having this playoff, he run, was on then, a yeah. heater he and, was, and Stafford's Mr. Steady. Yeah. That, yeah. The edge. Yeah. You're right on that one, Jim. I was wrong on that, that one. That just you're wrong. No yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're wrong. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not ice cold. It was wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. Oh, that's one. Jim, All go right. ahead. All right. For Dave. This one cracked me up. Uh you said this uh I think two weeks into the NHL season. You said, and I quote, I think Seattle's got as good a team as Calgary. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. I love that. At the time, I I honestly believed that when I said that. How? How? Here, let's look. I have the standing (laughs) right here. That was a screaming cold take. In the division, Calgary's number one, Seattle number eight. I don't know what you know about these division standings. Eight's the lowest seed. Tell me, Dave, what happened here? Yeah, that's a screaming cold take, Dave. It Come is because uh, because Calgary 
last year was a sinking ship. Like I like I <laughs> what I'm gonna do is like say 100 percent I'm wrong. I never had a clue. Like I knew Daryl Sutter was a good coach. I didn't realize how good a coach he is. Right, and and like and I'm gonna give exactly all the credit to, to to like it's basically the same fucking team. Yeah, Daryl Sutter knows how to coach, and if he gets buy-in from his team, remarkable things happen. And Olive will own that screaming. But when I said it, I was positive. Was Sutter hired at that time? When I oh said yeah, it? he got hired oh, yeah. last year, man. Well then, oh yeah, you listen to nine sixty <laughs> on a daily basis. Listen to this. Uh, I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Calgary, wrong doesn't wrong doesn't even start to tell you how bad this is. Three players have played <laughs> Seattle. Holy cow! Besides Mark Giordano, yeah, um, there's a flame. Um, there's a guy from uh, Alexiak plays there. Uh, the Olympic swimmer's brother and. Ooh. He's more famous being Olympic swimmer's brother oh. than being a hockey player. I'll the, think of another the, the one. I'll think of Everly. I'll think Everly, of plays Everly plays there. Yes, I did know that Everly. I would there have come go. up with that. Oh, yeah. That's a screaming cold take. That was, Jim, go yeah. ahead. That's a that one was ice us. cold. That, that was ice cold. That, that, dude, that, was, that, that was brutal, man. That, that was, was colder than the, the burrow. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Host, Mr. Creator of the show. I cannot name 10 goalies better than Marc-Andre Fleury in my lifetime. I That might not be screaming cold, but I strongly disagree with that. Then in your who? lifetime. Then Marc-Andre Fleury. I, I don't still know can't. How, I don't oh. know how you... Okay, top 10... You can't say he's... He's Corey Crawford. I hate to say it. He, Whoa, that's cold. He's not. There's no. Okay, well, let's do it. Like, I'm going to do it. I didn't know this was coming. So I'm going to start by saying Ken Dryden. I'm going to say. Not my, Dryden's on our lifetime, Dave. Like pre 19, post 1980. Well, I've seen Dryden and Trechek play. Why? Well, okay. Trechek never played NHL. So, okay. So Hasek is better. Roy One. is better. Rodeur is better. Three. Quick is better. No, he's not. Yes, he That's is. That's what you just said. That yes, he you, is. You said hundred percent. Jonathan Quick is better. Hundred percent. Jonathan Quick is better. Okay, and then so we got now. So that's one, two, three, four. Hasek is better. You already said Hasek. No, I didn't. Yeah, oh, sorry, did. I did. It's your first yeah, one you said. Sorry. I'm writing. Yeah, I'm writing them down. Um. You're gonna argue about this, but Kerry Price is better. No, he's not. Um, Lundqvist is better. No, he's not. Yeah. Um, the Bulin Wall, Happy Bulin is better. I'll give you that one. Um, who's the goalie for the Tampa Bay right now? Vasilevsky. He's better. So Luongo's better. Two, three, yep. four, Luongo's five, better. six, seven, eight. Luongo is nine. Um. So we need one more goalie better than. Mark See, and we're and we. I disagreed on a couple, three of them. I still, I still think that 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 he's a top okay. ten goalie of my no, life. No, he's not. How, how, oh no! Like, how, like, so yeah, Crawford. They, he was. He Mike needs, Ver, Mike Vernon. 
Grant Fuhrer. That's, that's 11. Oh, and uh, sorry. Oh, no, uh, Grant no, 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 no. <laughs> Fleury's better than, than Vernon. Okay. Yeah. No, and I, I'll give you that for sure. I I always hated Mike Vernon. How about Cujo? How about uh, Marty Berdour? Kiprasov. Kiprasov. Kiprasov's good. Uh, Joseph. Joseph. Nope. Fleury's better than Joseph. Okay. Fleury played on a team with Sidney Crosby, and when they won, he was the best player in the NHL. If Getty Malkin, who was top three to five, closer to number two than number five, Chris Letang, top five defenseman, and the best supporting cast of players in the league. He it's needed not, to be B plus at best. He didn't win them any cups. He didn't steal them any series and steal very many games. He's not a top 10 goalie. Here, he is that, a good goalie on who's top better. 10 team. Mark Underfleur at Belfort. Oh, Belfort. Belfort. And I hate Belfort. Bell, no, Fleury's better than Belfort. Okay, no. here. This what has he done ki- since he left that the, those stellar Pittsburgh teams? He took the fucking expansion Vegas Gold Knights to Stanley Cup final. He did not take it. He won the Vesna. He won the Vesna. Like but you he, know, he did. Okay, but this one's gonna kill Brett. Who's better, Mark Andre Fleury or Bill Ranford? Next question, please. Exactly. Honestly, like Ranford. Bill Ranford's better. Okay, so oh, Ranford hands down. Okay, so Ranford and we got Cujo. Is he better than Cujo? Yes. Really it's tight. I'd say. Oh yeah. Okay, I wouldn't say so. I'd say that he's been on some good teams, and that Knights team that was a team full of guys who. So we for sure have nine on the list, and with some gray area. Like yeah. so, he's in the gray area with about five goalies. See, that's so, not screaming. It's a cold take, not screaming cold take. It's, all right, but I, I did. Cold. I'll admit, I you, I had to get that one off my chest because it was bugging me. Okay, well, that's I don't bug a lot of people. I'm just saying, I think that that Golden Knights team that was Crawford uh, or Flurry on a team that full of guys who went through a very flawed. Although, draft. although and, there and, is some recency bias in my head with Flurry, yeah, I'm giving Flurry an up in his career tick since he's going to, to Vegas. So I will give you that. Yeah, and that team was a full of guys who felt mm. they had something to prove, saying, "Oh, you don't Excuse think me. you need me? I'll show you how much you really need me." Yeah, and that team played way better than they had any business being, and still has been. They have a chip on their shoulder, rightfully so. Their team said they didn't need them, and they were all second line guys. Oh, I would if I got put on a special, I would mail it in and get a contract, especially in Vegas. You wouldn't see me. You wouldn't see me sweat. We can talk about this another time because I have an opinion on that as well. But that's going to take about ten minutes to talk about. Jim, what's another one you got? All right, so you guys know it's coming. Dave, what's with these no hitters, man? What was that about? What was the quote? It was, oh, what was the number? How many no hitters are going to get thrown this year? And I think the record is. It was about this time last year. We were talking right at the beginning of the major league no. season. No, it was like, no, it was when the season had started. It already started. It was, there was three or four yeah. to begin the season. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was about, it was about a month in. Yeah. And okay. you said, 
What was it? You said like 27? 19. No, no. I it, said was 19. 19. it was 19. I, I, that's right. Yes. And the record was seven. Yeah. You I said, said seven or nine. The record was seven and it was in the face of 11. And, and then, you said and 19. Then, and, like, and in the first six weeks of the season, three had been thrown. Right? Like, I, I think it was three or more were thrown. And I even remember on the, the Twitter machine that uh, Tim said, like, God, ah, Dave's on track. And then what happened is my defense. This is my only defense. I didn't realize they were going to take away the sticky stuff. You couldn't have thought that. For what? Like, like how many? Like, like, so, and this is the second part to that argument. I did not know that. I for sure did not know that. But I did know that good pitchers were getting a lot of fucking strikeouts. And then once that sticky stuff got banned and they were checking for it, not one no hitter. Garrett Cole, so, uh, he became uh, disappeared 2.5 to a 3.2. Right. Like, so it was like six weeks in, and then they did the sticky stuff. And then well, I didn't get one more. So I didn't, I like it. I agree. As ice cold as you get, I was way off, but clearly they changed the rules on that prediction. On me, I'm just Dave. Uh, I got a question for you, Dave. I think between two of you, you might know this answer. As it stands right now, who's uh, who's poised to make the most money in Major League Baseball this season? As it stands right now, as a player. Um. Ah, Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. He's the only one guaranteed a million bucks on Canada Day because the the rest of them are locked out, not going to make a penny. But anyways, Jim, go ahead. All right, this is my last one, and this one's for both of you. And this one is more explain yourself instead of a because it's not necessarily a cold take. It's more a cold mistake. You guys missed something when we did the. Uh, episode where you went top players whose careers were ruined by injury. Great episode. And you guys had great lists, but I couldn't believe that neither of you mentioned Derek Rose on that, on your list. And I get that you're not basketball guys, but that is more than a basketball injury. That is a pop culture injury. Like that changed sport that changed the way players are played by coaches. How do you get injured? He was overplayed. He got, he tore his ACL, never the same again. Youngest MVP in NBA history. Went from that to the next year, tearing his ACL. And then he was in and out of the league for the rest of his career. And now is a six man on a losing team. That is like, if in his, I think, Fourth year in the league, Connor McDavid broke his leg or tore his ACL and was in and out of the league for the next 10 years. Which almost happened with McDavid. Exactly. Uh, That's what that is like. I don't know enough about Derek Rose. I, I know the name. I'll, I got I know Derek Rose is, <laughs> but it is that on Derek Rose for agreeing to keep playing, or is that on the franchise for insisting on it? That's, in my opinion, that's on the coach 
for playing him 42 minutes a game, <clears throat> excuse me, as a athletic point guard. Because what he did is he went up for a layup and his knee popped. That's it. Oh, same, I actually do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah same finish that. that he's done every single game, multiple, every quarter probably in his career. And his knee just gave out. <laughs> on his way to probably being an all-time great. Yeah. He might be the only MVP in NBA history not to make the Hall of Fame. I'm going to disagree with everything you just said, Jim. Um, <laughs> no, because there's so many up-and-comers in the NBA, and this is one of the things that's, that kind of frustrates me about this sport. Um, Isaiah Thomas with the Celtics. And then the Celtics didn't want to give him the big money deal, and he went someplace else, and he busted, right? Like, to, 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 to even suggest that it was on – Management, management's fault I didn't say for management. overuse. But I didn't you say management. Coaches, management. I said, and this yeah, coach yeah, has had a history of overplaying his players and causing unnecessary injuries and freak injuries but, because but it wasn't, of overplaying. So if he's going to tear his tendon on a layup, that suggests to me that it's it's not about overuse it's just eventually it was going to happen so that's kind of a shit happens thing right it's if he wasn't well, going to happen to curry year, didn't happen to steph curry actually that's not true because uh, okay no, okay curry, I'm, okay does it let, let, let's take another step back here is it that these kids play so many fucking games when they're younger now and all these showcase events and this and this and this Let's not even go to the, the 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 his NBA coach. These kids play so much in all these different events and these different superstar things and a lot. Those injuries are bound to happen. These guys because they it's all they do is play basketball, football, hockey. I don't think those things have anything to do on, on the coach of their current team because the coach's sole purpose is to win basketball games, and the GM and the owner, the, the whoever the CEO, they say. We're paying this guy this much. You play him. The player, the play, especially the NBA now, the player has so much leverage where the player can say, I'm not playing. Look at James Harden. I'm not playing there. The play, I don't think it's on a coach at all. For any no. injury to happen, especially in the NBA, I don't think it's on a coach at all, especially in the National Basketball Association. Agreed. And like injuries, um, I think there's just so many different flavors of the month in the NBA as well. Like it's always someone new every year. Like um, I just saw a thing about uh, who's the guy that plays for the Nugget Jojic. Jokic, yeah. Yeah. His stat line is exactly the same as LeBron James at this state. Like exactly the same. Oh, yeah. But but we don't hear about him because – because we don't maybe because he plays because he's not a high flyer he doesn't have that exciting highlight yeah exactly he just does everything super super he's a he's a better tim duncan uh, oh exactly 100 right yeah yeah he's just a big fundamental guy that does every single thing right and you know what when you're a big guy that does every single thing right you're gonna make a difference Oh yeah, but we don't hear about him. He's not on billboards. He's, well, also, he's on a small. He's in a small market. No one cares about the Denver Nuggets. But yeah, but like I, it, 
no one cares about the box, right? Well, but pronounce that guy's name. Antetokounmpo. Thank you. What's his first name? Giannis. Giannis. Giannis what? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Deanna and her mom could say that, and it rolls off the tongue because they're Greek. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Smith. I don't know. I didn't (laughs) didn't realize that was a Greek name. Oh, yeah. The Greek freak. Oh, okay. Greek freak, yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, I... Uh, Jim, I got a question for you. Like you're you're more basketball than I am. Like yeah. how, Jesus, like Harden's poised to make sixty million dollars next year. Why? Fuck James Harden. I agree, but why? Like why? He, why he had an guy, MVP season. He brings. Why is a guy that hasn't really won anything, and it's been a been a headache for every franchise he plays for? Why is a guy like that? poised to make that amount of money like i know someone gave it to him but is he that much is he two times better than anyone else in the league if he wanted to be yeah if he wanted to actually play to win he'd win a lot of games but excuse me he um he had everything he he had everything he wanted in houston and then in oh, Brooklyn, yeah. and then he failed. And then he got accused. And then he, he got failed. accused of not wanting to win, which was one hundred percent true. And then they brought in, I think it was Chris Paul, mm-hmm. and he had to share the ball. He didn't want that. He got him. He got him out. Brought in Westbrook, had to share the ball. Didn't want that. Got rid of Westbrook. Well, they forced uh, his hand to decided, Brooklyn. And then he goes to Brooklyn saying he wants to take a back seat and not have such a huge offensive load. And I do understand him leaving Brooklyn. That was, he was supposed oh, to get a COVID stuff with that happened Kyrie. There he was frustrated, but also dude request a trade, but you still got to play for your team. You, you, and then that he had the fucking audacity to say something. Well, the climate in, in Brooklyn, you went to fight. You exist and going to Philly. Same place, man. Oh fuck! Whatever. Uh, yeah, th- I'm not a fan. I'm basketball not a fan. He's, is nuts. He's, it's nuts. He's we don't get basketball. He's LeBron without the rings in Europe. Like how you guys say he's more. He's about not the LeBron. Brand. He's no. He's not even. No, 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 no. I'm not, That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying oh, he's sorry. more concerned about his brand oh. than anything else. Because you guys hate LeBron. I not. I am not as much of a LeBron hater as you guys. Uh, but. He's hates a strong word, Jim. Hates us on the fourteen twenty. No, you guys are LeBron. Podcast. We don't. You guys hate. are not. You're not. We embrace. You are not supporters. You are who's not your supporters. Favorite, who's your favorite NBA player right now, Brent? Me? Yeah. Steph Curry. The way that guy can shoot the ball, it's unbelievable to me. It's I, it's fun to watch. It's 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 unbelievable to watch. He does. He's like he's the way he can so just good. He gets the ball, turns. He can be. 48 feet up, bang, done. Did you oh, see yeah. that warm-up video he did? Yeah. Where he started, back like, and forth and back, up and down back, and back. Unbelievable. And just, he was shooting from yeah. half court. He's just, that guy, see, I he, still, he seems to get it. There's there's three things that are really hard in sport. Stopping slap shots from the hash marks. Positioning. A, a quarterback who can throw a ball to a guy full stride, 60 yards downfield, and the, the, the receiver doesn't have to turn his head, and a guy who can shoot a, a three-pointer consistently over a seven-footer in front of his face. Unbelievable to me. 
It's incredible. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Like to get open, like those guys are so quick. Like that's the big. I've only been to one NBA game in my life, and it was in Phoenix. And uh, that was when Steve Nash was playing for the Suns, and they were playing against the Nuggets. And uh, what's his nuts? Carmelo Anthony was playing. Mm. Um, well, so, anyways, not important. The thing I'm talking about <laughs> it was a is Wednesday. How, <laughs> how fast those fuckers are! Yeah. Like to yeah. be open for a three, like you you catch it, you shoot it, like it's and they're it's big. remarkable how yeah, fast big. those big men are. Yeah, yeah and they're big, big. and it's just how how high they jump quick. I I will ne- I will right never. There. Boom up! It's in, it's incredible. I I think that these guys are the most incredible, just pure athletes in the world. I will I, agree. Like I think because no, I think they have to work harder because the size they are to get rid of the yeah. the awkwardness and the gangness of being a six foot nine when you're fourteen. Their right. athletic cap- capabilities absolutely amaze me. The NBA, it's it has just... nothing to do with their physical capabilities. It's just the game is simply fucking unwatchable especially in the last four minutes. Like I got shit to do. Yeah, I don't no, have a, the game's still done quicker a, than every other sport. Not in the playoffs. Not in like the playoffs. same with bad. And this is my bitch about, about baseball too, but they're like a more riveted. They're not even fucking playing, but whatever. But the, you know, like, yeah. yeah, you can't bitch until the season starts. How about that? And day? you can't watch a whole game. So we no, may never no, bitch no. again. Oh, I'll I'll find something to bitch about. Don't. Anyways, boys, fun show tonight. Really enjoyed this, Jim. Good luck to you in the future with uh, the things opening up out there in BC. Get some live shows going on. Congratulations on your on your first single over with. Uh, We'll be playing it tomorrow for the uh, for people to hear. Uh, I'll get you the uh, we'll we'll get it out on the uh, the the Twitter machine and everywhere else for uh, people to download and listen and hear it. You're not making a penny because Jeff Bezos, no, I don't know Bezos is, whatever. But all the guys, the artists don't make a bunch. But uh, if you hear Jim's song, play it, promote it. We appreciate it very much. Dave, thank you very much. Enjoy the Briar this weekend and Monday, Tuesday. I'll see you for sure on Thursday at, at, at the uh, the curling event. It's going to be a good time. Looking forward to it all, boys. Good show tonight, guys. Excellent, excellent. I can't wait for the Briar next week. I'll record some uh, remote hits. I don't know what kind of uh, episodes we're going to have. Hopefully, I think they have Wi-Fi at that. At they that have Wi-Fi, David. Ooh, a Briar episode. What, what, once we get together, we'll be a live. Our we'll first live hit. Oh, I'm put hard something together. We'll uh, on Friday oh, afternoon. Geez. We'll do something Briar live, fourteen uh, twenty <laughs> style. It'll be a good time. Anyways, boys, thank you very much for joining us tonight. It was a good show. Anyways. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself. Need you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Jim? Dave, don't swing at high pitches, man. Never do, brother. There we go. (laughs) Never. (laughs) That's good. Enjoy your weekend, folks. We'll talk to you again on uh, Monday. Happy Brian, everybody.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 